you're exactly where you need to be. And you're listening to ADD Comedy with Dave Rosowski. Carrie Aisley is our guest today on ADD Comedy. I love this person. Carrie's a former groundling, was one of the creators of Campus Ladies on the Oxygen Network, has been in two Christopher Guest films, not to mention a bunch of commercials directed by Mr. Guest. Yes, right? We chatted about working with her, quote, comedy camp friends. I think I'm one of them. Naming babies, the challenges of auditioning, and the joy of filming commercials. It can be joyous, fellow actors. Can it? Right? And you make some money. Oh, and there's a great story at the end of our chat. Stay tuned for that. Meantime, enjoy. See you at the back end. No, I love doing this. And uh, what it does is it, it, it helps me connect to people that I don't get to talk to. That you never see. I know. Right? I saw you on. I saw you in these commercials, and I was like, "I gotta talk to Carrie." Oh, those commercials! Fuck those commercials! Yeah, I've been lucky with commercials lately, and I don't know why, but just you know, things just kind of come and go. You go, you you kind of get a groove. Yeah. And you fall into this groove, and then I remember the first time I moved here from Chicago. I think I got like eight spots within two months that's amazing yeah it was really amazing. amazing it was amazing it's the best work I mean it's like no, it's not the best work but it's the best work because you work for a couple days and then all of a sudden eight months later these little checks come in the mail that you're like wait what was that for again right like a gift that just keeps on coming and Nia, and Nia Vardellis calls it stupid money I mean she gets stupid money now anyway but right. it's like stupid well, like, it is kind of silly money it really is. It's it silly really money. Is. And it's fun. I mean, it's fun and it's quick and it's... Carrie, I love working. I, I just know. love it so much. You know what? Much. Isn't that... Aren't we lucky when we work, we love what we do? It might not be enough, but it's like when we do it, I feel like I'm so lucky. I don't care if I have to get up at the crack of dawn. Oh my God, no. And then you go over there and, and this is... I, I mean, it really kind of chokes me up and know it's so stupid. But you go to the set and there's somebody who's really excited to see you. Right. And they take care of you. And then you just do fun, silly stuff. Right. Every once in a while you work for somebody who's a jerk. But that's going to happen. Right. I remember doing one gig that was a commercial for insurance. And it was really far away. And we had to get into... This is one of those stories. We had to get in... They built... This would never go over this. They built a, a fake elevator. Okay. That dropped maybe four inches. But when you drop in an elevator four inches, it, it looks it looks like right. a lot. And so what ended up happening is like insurance and it's a crowded elevator and then a fat person comes on and it's like well, and then drops. Right. You know, and it's really kinda of sad if you're the fat person. Right. But um But they're working. They're working. Right. <laughs> right. 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 Um right. so this so you get there on time and I uh, and it was like Oh, we're in a little bit of a rush. Everything's really great. Don't worry about it. I'm like, okay, cool. Um, do you want anything? The the food truck's over there. So I go to the food truck, and I just moved to L.A., so I didn't know what chorizo was. Right. So I got a burrito with chorizo. Okay. At what time in the morning? At 6 in the morning. Uh-huh. How was that? And then you Working get in this crowded day. elevator. Yeah, and how was that? And then the, the, um, the director just starts screaming at the crew, <laughs> like, you're fucking wasting people's time. And then my stomach just does this thing where it goes, Ooh. ow. And you're in an elevator. And you're in an elevator. And you're working. And you're working. And there's an angry director. All right. And then you, it's like, all right, we're going to take a break. Rush over. To the toilet, and it's like it was all over. Probably it was all day. It Probably was, all day. It was one of those things where it's like, just come on, just come on, just come on, purge, yeah. just purge. Right. And then do it, do it. they knock on the door. It's like everybody's waiting. You go, everybody's oh, it's horrible. Waiting. And you just think those thoughts of like, why can I be home? Why can I be home right, right. now? I just want to be home. And then you go, what was it? Chorizo. Oh, that's what it was. Horrible. We all have those kind of stories, though, right? I mean, like, I gotta tell you, if there's there's one story, I just love the poop stories. stories. I know. I well, I have to show you the three birthday poop? cards I got. Wait, do I have them? These are the birthday cards that I got from my my dad, my mom, my dad and his wife, and my mom and my girlfriend. So this is for, from my mom. Okay. It's a picture of some, some child sitting on a toilet, sure. smiling at the camera. This is um, a two birds on a branch. Uh, and so it, you don't have to open the inside. I mean, it's okay, you can. But <laughs> it's like there's it's a poop thing. Yep, poop joke. And then this is about this is where my girlfriend gave it to me. And it's a it's a menu of fancy things. And then the last one is this: uh, your a turd on white Wonder Bread. And See? it's like 
Right? I, what's wrong with us that we... I still enjoy that. And you have kids, too. I have kids, and it's... You know, and my kids' um, friends... I feel like we've got our school friends, and we've got our comedy friends, our improv theater friends, as far as parents. And I'm like, why am I the one of the only parents who thinks it's like poop things are really funny when it comes to the school friends? Why? Why? And you must be the cool, the cool parent because I'm it's the like, weird one. are you the weird one? A little bit. How are the kids? How old are the kids running? Really? Twelve and fourteen. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're great. Two boys. So you know, we all love poop in our house. Right. Um, we all love poop in our house. We all love poop in our house. Yeah. We all. Have, I mean, there's some great poop stories. <laughs> wow. There's some really great. We. Yeah. You know, everybody has like three good stories to tell in their oh, life. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. And uh, of those stories, I'm not asking you to tell them. Of those three great stories. One is poop? Or is uh, more probably than more than poop. We have, well, one involves a babysitter stealing. One involves my husband's ear and a whole story with that. That's like a great story. And the other, that's something in his ear. And the other, what was the third? Could be, I mean, there's always a poop story. There's always a poop story. I mean, I'm thinking of so many poop stories, I don't know which one would take third place. Right? When, um, I guess it all depends on your audience. Yeah. It's like, what kind of audience? Is this going to... Do we have like a... How, do we have a, how poop can you go? How poop can you go and how much time do I have? Right, exactly. Because that's one of the things, I think... I don't know about you, but you were at the Ground Leagues for like, what, four years? Long three time. Years? I was in the... Well, from beginning to end, I was No, like when you were the a Ground company. Uh, Probably like four years. So four when years. you're doing that, you kind of realize... Uh, I mean, for me, at Second City, for I was I did ten shows over there, and what you realize is you look at a story and you see what's the arc of the funny of that story mm-hmm. that you had that your that your personal story is. What's the arc of the story? How long is the story? How in depth is the story? Who am I telling the story to? And I think that the improv training or the writing training that we have really sets that shit up. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. But you're right. It really depends on your audience too. Mm-hmm. You know, it really depends on who can sit there and listen and what they can tolerate as far as poop. Oh, my God. Poop and vomit. And vomit and blood. And um, blood. Oh, my God. That's a comedy triumvirate. But the I mean, blood was like... Actually, oh. I just thought of my perfect poop story. I, yeah, that was my third. I just, I just thought of it. It involves almost all of that except the vomit. Oh. It's really good. I don't know if I can tell it. You could tell it if you want to tell it because I've told, I've told at least... Three poop. I've, we've done 250 episodes, and I've told at least three poop stories. One that was like one of those where, one that was scary, and I want you, I want you to tell the story. But I told it before, and it was one of these things where you, you think, you will always make it to the toilet. I always have. I have to. Say. I know. I, always I know. Have. And and it's one of those things where you go, I'm going to manifest that I am going to make it to the toilet. Of course, I'm going to make right. it to the toilet. What, right. What, am I nine? Right. Even nine. Even nine. And you know what I say when I'm driving, if that happens? Always go to a supermarket. You can always go to a supermarket. They're always everywhere. Go to a supermarket. They're often open all hours. No one's going to stop because it's not tiny, and you just go straight to the back, and there's always a back. I have to tell you, the supermarket toilets are the worst. They're gross, but they're always available. They're always available. That's all that matters. But aren't they gross? They're gross, but I can. It doesn't matter at that point. Right. You don't care. You're right. You're right. You're <laughs> you right. Care. You're right. Uh, but I have. I've been really surprised at going to the one that they closed the one. They closed the bathroom at Bonds over uh, Pavilions over there. They closed it. Oh, they just that's closed too bad. it. That's too bad. It's really too bad. Right. You gotta find another one. I mean, it depends on what part. I feel like every part of town. I know where the supermarkets are. It's it's just a great thing to know, and I learned that only like five years ago that a supermarket is always available to go to the bathroom. It's true. You're not going to get that anymore at gas stations, no, unless you're are, on the road. And you, you often need a key. And you often need a key at the gas station. Oh, you and do. And it's one stall, and someone you have to ask somebody. And you go into a restaurant that can I help you? It's only for customers. You go into a store. It's only for customers. You go into a supermarket, and you no one notices you, and you have the whole bathroom to yourself. Usually. Yes, and to be able to, and, and then you got you have to to. to to go to a restaurant where it says customers only, or we don't have a bathroom, like really, you know, the bathroom, right. and to look at and it and go, you do, of right. course you do, of course you do, you right. have to. You work there all day. You work there all day. What do you, you have do? To. Find a bathroom somewhere else when you leave? Right, exactly. You <laughs> right. have to go, where do you go? You work here, but you don't, can't go to the bathroom here? Right. right. What right. are you telling me? Right. And I'm a customer. And there's a there's a pho place on Kuanga, I think. Kuanga, it doesn't matter. Pho. Isn't it, is it pho? It's pho. P-H-O? P-H-O. It's pronounced? Pho. Hmm. Now you got me thinking maybe it's not. No, but you're the second that person I s- I've heard say that. In the past week, actually, and I thought maybe it is pho, but now you've said pho. Pho. 
I've been saying faux all along, embarrassing myself. Well, I was talking to somebody the other day who said robot instead of robot. And I just wanted to fucking punch him. That's crazy. It's crazy, Carrie. It's crazy. That's like someone saying, my name's Kevin, not Kevin. (laughs) I knew somebody. I know somebody who's got a son named David. It's David. Yeah, well, isn't that Hebrew? They're, they're they're Catholic. Oh, then they shouldn't they shouldn't have that. They, they shouldn't. No, they shouldn't have that. They shouldn't. They should not. What are your kids' names? Jonah and Sammy. Okay, great. Simple, easy. Well, M M I Y. Why? Why? Yeah. Sammy's right. the younger one. Jonah's the older one. Such nice biblical names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's your husband's name? Nathan. Ke- not Kevin. 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 Yeah. Kevin. Kevin. Deirdre. There's names like that. Oh, I have a friend named uh, Gwyneth, Osha. Levi. These are their kids' names. Oh, I thought that was one person. No. Well, it's... O- yes. Yeah. It's Osha Nova. Wait, one Nova child's One name? child is Osha Nova. Osha or Ocean? Osha. 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 O-C-E-A. Then they have another kid named Kaya. Okay. And they have a kid named Gwyneth. Okay. Um, so... It's the Osha Nova that's tricky. Osha Nova. Osha Nova. It really is a beautiful name if you're reading Girl? it... If you're reading it in a book. Right. Not if you put on your SATs. No. It's one of those things where you go, i got to say my name. Right. They're going to ask me, and then they're not going to remember. Think about all people are going to ask her how to spell her name. Right? Forever. Forever and ever and ever. What was it like when you had, okay, the first kid and your your kid, which one was it? Which was the first? Jonah. Jonah. So Jonah comes out, Mm -hmm. and then you hadn't committed to the name yet, or did you? We knew we wanted, I didn't know if it was a boy or a girl. So we knew that if it was a girl, it was going to be Betsy mm-hmm. after my grandmother. And then with a boy, we just weren't sure. We liked a few different names. Then we saw him. I wish I could. I should remember this story perfectly, right? I'm a mother. You remember the poop story? That's all that matters. And it's still it's still hovering in the air. It's, like it's a gas. really good. It's really good. Anyway, okay, good. Anyway, anyway. Good. Okay. Good. Um. So wait. So Jonas. So. He had this red, was uh, blonde, blonde hair, and I was like, and we just thought he's Jonah. He's well, Jonah. Who else would he be? Jonah, but we didn't want to lose the B for Betsy, so he's Jonah Beckett. And my niece is Betsy. Yeah. Beckett. Yeah, it's not a Beckett. He was almost Beckett for his first name. See. But you know what we? And I'm not joking. We all, we actually thought for a couple weeks about what if we named him Cowboy. I mean, it's good that we didn't because he's not a cowboy kind of kid. Right. Oh, you're really... And that's one of the things where you're going, that's what you are. That's what you are. Right. If your name is cowboy, you better be a cowboy. And if your name is cowboy, you better be a cowboy. And you better be ready for... A life. A life where the only gifts you get... Certainly, for the next six lassoes, years, of like it. horse oh, toys, horse toys, right. lassoes, right. boots, right. hats, exactly. vests, scarves, you have to to that. guns. Oh, fuck it! But it's also kind of cool. Yeah, it is kind of cool. Right. It is kind of cool. We were gonna, so we were gonna call him Cowboy, and we didn't. We called him Jonah, and then Sammy. We were needed an S name, and we were gonna call him for a long time. We were gonna call him Sailor, because my husband sails. It's good we didn't. But they were born before you said they were born before you. Pick their names? Yeah. Well, wait a minute. They were born before we picked their names? I'm sorry. No, no, no. We you picked, picked their names. Right. right. You picked their names. For a minute, it, I thought you were right. No, no. Because it's like, well, for a while, we're going to call him Cowboy. But Cowboy, that was when he was still inside. In yeah. Right. Uh-huh. And right. then we thought, Cowboy, we told people, you can't name your kid Cowboy. No, you can't name your kid like, Cowboy. Yeah, so cool, but what's really so cool. fun is for a while there, you were... He was, it, cowboy. It was He was Cowboy. Yeah. For a while there was Cowboy. Yeah. I, it's also interesting that all the people that we know, I mean, that, that we say with that Venn diagram of the people that we know intersecting right. in the middle there, none of them really have names that stand... Like, these are, these are extraordinary people, but not because of their names. Right. You know, you look at somebody like... Uh, all right, Mo Collins. I just I don't know why. I'm just thinking Mo. All right, Mo Collins. Her name's Maureen, I think. Is it Maureen? I think it's Maureen. So okay. she's Mo. She's right. Mo Collins. Right. I'm gonna, it's a name where you go Mo. That's right. a name. But other people that we know have pretty standard names. Well, that's our generation. That's right? true too. I mean, but you meet a baby today named Nancy? Never. Never. Would, would you ever meet a baby today named even Deborah? Never. No. Oh, oh. See, Laura, my girlfriend and I, we we talk about that all the time. Dead names. Yep. Gary. Gary. Mark. Mark. Never meet a baby named Mark. No. Never. You never. There's yeah. no Isn't baby that, named Gary. There's those no. Those are all 70s, 60s, 70s right. names. Right. Stephen. Nope. Gary. More so. You're Gary's right. dead. Gary's right. on the way out. Gerald. Ge- my dad's ne- name. 
You don't even meet baby's name Robert. My dad's no. name. Robert. Robert's coming back. Robert's hovering in the Bobby. Michael. Michael. This is my feeling. I've said it before. My grandparents are Sam and Alex. Both? So, now you can use those names still. But here's the thing. Yeah. Here, this is what happened. Sam and Alex went on a style. Then they became dog names. Oh, right, right, right. And then like they Max. became girl names. Oh, right. And then they came back to boys' names. Right. Right. But Michael could be a girl's name. Because Michael can, Learned. Right. Right. But she is a generation before us. But think, I think there's more of those girl names than there are boys, like the Marks and the Nancy's, Nancy's Nancy's a great example. Debbie. You don't even meet Julie. Amy. Amy. Right. You'll find Julia. Or right. Juliet. Juliet. Julie. Right. Right. Kim. Kim. Right? Baby. What's your baby's name? Kim. Kim. <laughs> right? <laughs> Don't do that. Right, I know. No. Or Eve Cheryl. Cheryl, no. Connie? Connie. Or Bonnie. I'm going to miss those names. I know. But picture a baby with one of those names now. <laughs> no. Picture a baby you, named baby Ralph. Barbara. Barbara, no. Never. No. Ralph, never. Ralph, maybe, ironically, or maybe... See, there are certain names where... Mabel. In Mabel an, came now, Mabel is a name. That's a good example. Mabel is a name of someone who is going to be born in Brooklyn or in Berkeley. Right. And they, they can pull it off. Right. Melissa Samuels. Do you know Melissa? So her daughter's name is Mabel. Uh, okay. My friends, Osha and... <laughs> Osha? Berkeley. Oh, they live in Berkeley. They they're they're in the Bay Area. I have a friend named Berkeley. Mm. But her right. Yeah, but her real name is Brenda. No one's named Brenda anymore either. No, Brenda. Mm-mm. Brenda. Brenda. All these names. Lloyd. Lloyd. Oh, Lloyd. Those are don't you know people? I named, contemporary peers with those names. Oh well, uh, Lloyd Alquist, who is um, uh, he he's uh, he does uh, he's a YouTube phenom, and he's got like he has a show called. Uh, rap battles, epic rap battles. But he's not a child. No, no. He, but I just want to talk about him for a minute. He's one, he's a guy. He has over a billion hits on YouTube. Why? He's got at least three or four channels on YouTube. He, it's what's it's his way, thing? Um, he does these epic. It's called epic rap battles, and he started when YouTube started. So he started when YouTube oh. started. So he figured out how to YouTube, and he figured out what to do with YouTube. And so he'll pit in rap battles, Stalin. Doing a rap battle with um, who was it? Say Stalin doing a rap battle w- w- with George Washington. Oh, that's you know, great. and he'll do like these epic rap battles. Kind that, of like Hamiltonish. I don't. I, yeah, 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 maybe, yeah, maybe. yeah, yeah. Maybe. Have right. you seen it? Yes. I haven't. Are you a Broadway guy? Kind of I guy? do like Broadway. Yeah. I, yeah. When I, I whenever I yeah. It was fabulous. When I was driving over here, did you see the flags? Yeah. Tickets now. Uh, Laura available. Laura wants for her birthday. She wants to go, oh, and it's, we've already. They haven't opened up to the public, so we're looking oh. at November twenty seventh. Right. We're looking at I'm sorry, uh, October twenty seventeen. Right. So we have a whole dinner planned. Right. Oh, good. For it's one of those things where you go. I've got. I've got plans. It's hard to make a plan that far because anything can happen. Well, it, what's interesting for me, the thing that just got me was, I'm. it says what my commitment is to my girlfriend. Oh, that's To look nice. at that and go. We're going to be the, together then. We're going to be together then. That's nice. Yeah. That is nice. And I think that that's a major thing to look at it and go, to look at something and go, oh, I get, oh look what I did. I just made plans. For the future. For the future. That's right. And not to say, not to have that, mm, I think, uh, right, not, yeah, right. it's not going to happen. Right. You know. No, that's really nice for the relationship. It really is and nice. And you'll have a good time. It's a great show. Yeah, she just loves it. She, yeah. she loves it. And she's uh, she's an opera singer. Oh, she, did she see it already in no, New York? She no, oh. she hasn't. She oh, hasn't. She's, she's a singer. singer. She's an opera singer. Wow. She just got a gig, uh, her second gig with L.A. Opera. Really? In the chorus of L.A. I don't know any opera singers. No, neither I do think. I. How did How you we, meet? Uh, she was a student of mine in New York, and we we were going out long distance, and then we broke up because I can't didn't want to do long isn't? distance. And then she moved back here. Oh, so it was really great. Wow, an opera singer. An opera singer, and we don't play really play opera here. In Does the she house. like to listen to it too? No, no, just sing Thank it. Thank God, just sing it. Yeah, I can't take it. No, you could say it. Yeah, you could say I it. I don't like I don't it. Love opera. I don't love opera either. Yeah. But this opera That's that she's, she's doing singing. is a Philip Glass opera. And so Philip Glass, I don't know if you know Philip Glass, he's kind of like, it's kind of, it's, it's, intri- it's, it's, it's percussive, it's different, it's not like, which would work as well, right. but it, it's really cool to listen to it. Oh, well, that's interesting. It's re- and it's going to be at the Dorothy Chandler Pavilion. That's a big deal. That's a fucking That's a huge deal. deal. Right. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen an opera. 
I don't think I've ever seen an opera. I've been to the symphony. That's really different. I love the symphony. And I do like the symphony. But you know, Hamilton, there's basically no dialogue. It's almost like it's an opera. A, a opera with rap. Uh-huh. You know, the whole the whole show. Laura improvises rap opera. She improvises opera. She improvises opera. She does rap opera. How do you improvise opera? Right? I don't know. Is it just like song improv, I guess? But it's opera. It's opera. You improvise an aria. Wow. I always had a hard time with song improv anyway. Do you Never. do song improv? No. Do song improv? I can't no. do that and I can't do Shakespeare improv. I've done that with the impro guys. Theater impro. Mm. Impro theater. You know those guys? Mm-hmm. Uh, I know. I don't know. Dan O'Connor. Yes, I know them. You know those okay, guys. Yeah. Dan O'Connor. You know Edie. You know Edie. Yeah, yep, yep. Patterson. Yeah. You know, a fellow. Both towns Bromley. are funny people. Yeah. Yeah. And these people are phenomenal artists. They can just do Shakespeare. They do Shakespeare. They do Sondheim. They do uh, Shakespeare, Sondheim, of course, Austin, Jane Austen. Shakespeare, Sondheim, Austen. Um, but they also do Twilight Zone, cowboy movies. All improv. All improv. But they have, a, they have a dramaturge come in and say, this is how these work. And then they rehearse it. Oh. Well, how are they rehearsing it? They, they rehearse the how genre. to do it. They rehearse the genre. genre. And they go over the genre. They look at the, the story <laughs> arc. They look at all the characters. They're doing it where the rest of us are like, whatever. We're putting on a show. Right. I guess I wore a nice shirt. Yeah, I, could, I, mean, I can't do that. I can't do what they do. That's do you still of, improvise? I do. Um, you know, not on like a regular basis, but most, all those commercials that I did were all improv, which was so nice. What was it? What so was, nice. it? What was it? Was it? Was it? Was it? Was cable or AT&T? There was, um, first, the most recent one I did was for apartments.com, but there was, it was, um, DirecTV. Uh-huh. DirecTV was improvised. Right. That was all Chris Guest started off as Chris Guest. Oh, right. And then... Who else was in it? It was Fred Willard? Was Fred, <laughs> Fred Willard, Michael Higgins... Um, cool, Jennifer Coolidge was in that one. Um, I mean, we all started, probably we did that first time like seven years ago, and Chris had us all come in and do it together. And then he left, but they still kept doing our same group and just got different directors. Fuck. I know. That's a pony wagon hitching thing. Blah, I know. Fuck. I know, I know. And the first, I mean, sometimes there was like eight spots out of those. It was crazy. Eight spots. With those people, just to hang out for three days. Like, right. What's better than that? There's, and get paid. <sighs> and get paid. And get paid. And get paid. Union. And get paid. Union. And they get paid again a few months later. Right. And get paid. Union. And yeah. and feeding. And how are you doing? Do you want? Do you need anything? And we'll that be right back. TV commercial for some reason was like, well, we'll send you a car. The biggest trailer I've ever had. I don't know why they had that kind of budget, but it was. It's crazy. I love those budgets. I know. I know, I know. I did a spot with uh, Andy Dick. That was a, just a fucking nightmare. What for what? HR, HR car, the HR. HR. The, it's car. a car. It's a car. Okay. It was a Chrysler or some such thing. And he hard. hired all these improvisers to do it. Who he directed it? He directed it. Oh, Andy directed it. Andy directed it, and it was a. They had a media buy of the Tonight Show, so it was just a media buy. The entire Tonight Show. This car, the car, the car manufacturer bought the media buy wow. for the entire thing, and it was some really great people. But it was just an amazing waste of time and money that paid off for a lot of us. You know, I mean, I got I think double golden overtime, and then it was improvised, <laughs> and then you go, Jesus Christ, it really right? is. How long ago was that? I don't know, seven years ago. Oh, okay. And we're all sitting around for a costume fitting that was catered. Yeah, crazy. It was a catered costume fitting. The commercials are just And we're sitting, I think we're sitting around. Oh, Todd Stashik was in it. We're sitting around and at the costume fitting. And one of the producers says, uh, we're signing the contract. And I look at the contract. And he says, uh, I said, oh, there's a part missing here. And he goes, oh, you know what? It's going to be... It's going to be improvised. Oh, this is the script. It shows it's the script. It's like, this is the script, but it's going to be improvised. I went, well, it's not said that it's going to be improvised. And we talked to a bunch of people, and it turns out it nobody told us that it was going to be improvised, which is a different pay scale. Right. And I called my agent at 8 o'clock at night on a Friday, and we're filming on a Saturday. Next day. More money. Next day. And a bunch of us got together and go and says, we're not going to do this. If we're not, if it's not written in the contract right. that we're improvising, because right. I don't want to be fucked over. So what they do? They all came to bat, and wow. they went, yeah. Okay. And so we made, <clears throat> we really took a bite out of their great profit wow. margin. Wow! Wow! It was really one of those like uh, Norma Ray moments. 
good that you all were on the same page with that because that could be but isn't that about it's not about uh, really being professional and go I will not be treated this way that's how it should be should that's it took a long time for me to learn to be able to say those kinds of things you know even now too to say no what I don't think this is cool like and it's important to be able to say that stuff it's about your self-worth yeah to yeah. say this is not cool right. in every situation that you can to look at it and go is this an opportunity for me to pull the this is not cool trigger right to take out the this is not cool and be gun. okay with this person thinks he doesn't want to hear it or or whatever it's oh you're talking about like a producer or yeah anybody anybody anybody, anybody director anybody right here down here like everybody you should be able to say to whomever right right and I think that when we work in in union and again I'm just so into union my family's union my grandparents are union my great uncles and aunt were union there, for the most part, it's not perfect, but they're there to protect us. That's right. That's why there is a union. Right. Right. If there wasn't a need for a union, there wouldn't, there wouldn't be, be a, union. a union. Right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. Talk about uh, speaking up for yourself. I've always, my friend Kristen, do you know Kristen Susson? Yeah. Um, she and I always joke about how if we go to get like a facial or a massage, like for some reason we'll never say to the person if it hurts too much. We'll just suffer through the whole thing, like with our head down, like... Like, why can't we just say, oh, I'm sorry, that hurts, that hurts. We're paying, we're paying money. Right. For an, 60 minutes. And we'll be like, or like a pedicure. 60 minutes? Yeah, and I'll be like, or like, sometimes I'll get a pedicure. I don't know if you ever get a pedicure. But no. they, sometimes we'll do a little shin massage. And some of those ladies are so painful. And what do I do? I just say, like, why don't I say it hurts? <laughs> just say it hurts. We don't say I it. know. Um, I'll go to a restaurant because I travel a lot. I'm on the road all the time. Not I all the time. You see that. You're often... I'm on the road. And so I go to a lot of restaurants. And when I go to a lot of restaurants, I spend a lot of time just like, what's the food like? And what's the service like? And talking to the... I mean, not, I'm not like somebody's, you know, I'm, I'm not a buncular in going like, hey, sweetheart, got any kids? You, you know, that it's not right, like, right, you know, right, that. Right. But it's more along the lines of this food. It's not crazy about good. this meal. And you still eat it? No. Or you don't say That's it. what I'm saying. Right. I will say... I'm not oh, you do it. say oh, it out loud. Oh, I do say that. It's not, it's not, this isn't working for me. And it's not because of what you ordered, it's because of how they prepared it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's, I'm not crazy about that. I was in New York uh, a couple of weeks ago, and uh, what did I get? I got something, and it was, and it, it took a long time. It was like a, an appetizer that came. And it shouldn't with, have taken so long. And it shouldn't take a long time. Right. And I went, you know what, this is taking too long. And I said to the, to the, to the, I said to the server, "This is taking too long." And then the then the manager came by and was like, "Are you the manager?" You can always tell the manager. It's like this is everything's great. I love the place, but it's taking too long. And he's like, "All right, I'll see what I can do." And he brought another dish, and he he wrote off the entree. Oh, it was really? Steak. He wrote off wow. the entree because you waited too long for your appetizers, and because you, you spoke up. Right. 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 You got to speak up. You gotta speak up. I know, and I still don't. There's still times when I get massages and pedicures and I don't speak up. Mm-hmm. But I don't get massages. I don't really love a massage like some people do. Oh my god, I'm so fucking low five on really? that. Do you like. No. Yeah. Oh, really? No. I don't either. No, I don't like massages. I don't either. And I, I, I don't mind a. I don't mind a facial and I don't mind a head massage when I get my hair washed. But I don't want to lie on a table and just. People think. Like a statement that will never come in my mouth is this, and I've said this before. You know what I really need? A massage. No, me too. I never... You're one of the only people I've ever met. Like, oh, let's go get massages. We have Thursday free. Like, I don't want to go get a massage. I, there's a couple of things in my life that most people like that I'm like, I don't care okay, for. Okay, massages. What else? I'm going to say it. You're going to say it. Blowjobs. Oh, here we go. Do not like? Wow. Right? I was thinking, do I tell her that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm going to tell you the poop story before this is over. Okay, great. Right. <laughs> right. But for me, I go, not so crazy. So how about your girlfriend? Wow. Right. She really... No. Wow. No. I, you know, and, and if for me, I'm not, I don't mean to make this uncomfortable. No, it's like, I'm just that. that I've never met... A, a, not I'm, that I talk about it with everybody I know. I know, right? No. Really? No. And no. I'm not really allowed to, like, from, so from here on, from the conversation on, I'm not allowed to be like, well, why? Because you can't really Well, say I mean, you why. know what it is? I just, I mean, there's just so much going on there that I look and I go, I'm not crazy about it. I don't like... Because you I, get too in your head about no, it? No, no, I don't. No, yeah. it's more along the lines of, uh, you know, I'll tell you just, I'll, be, I'll paint with a wide brush. Geographically, I'm not crazy about what's happening. So you, pr- you prefer know. other, you prefer... Oh, my God, I prefer others. Oh, gotcha. But it's like, but I'll reciprocate in that way, but I just don't care It's not for, your thing. It's not, not the top of my, the list. No. Interesting. No, that it's not massages. my thing. That massages. Is there like, one? Is there anything else? Um, 
that people will be like, oh, I really wish I could get A or uh, have A. Right. You know what we really could go for right now? Uh, mm-hmm. Um, no, mostly it's drinks, you know, like al- different kinds of alcohol. That you don't like? That I don't like. Oh, okay. That other people are like, yeah, let's get a rum and yeah, rum. Oh. Like, no. But oh, those I, get are, that. I get that. But that's different okay. because, you know, you might have had a bad rum experience. But, but nobody's going to go, you know what, I had a bad blowjob, so no more for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm top dog. Right. I'm top dog. <laughs> that's what I do. Who else knows that? Well, I guess now everybody Well, now everybody knows that. Right. I, you know, certain people know that, but I've also had girlfriends that I don't, I don't say anything right away. Because you don't want, Right. But I'll do. It's the kind of thing you gotta talk about maybe later on, not or later on, or just like it never, it never, it never. We never do that. We would just never do that. It would never be like, go for a quickie, right? You know, right? We'd never do that. Isn't that funny? Interesting, because I mean, there's some guys that that's all they would ever. For me, I think one of the, another reason is it seems so solitaire. It seems like I'll just lay back. Oh. Take, take care of me, I'm good. Exactly. Okay, yeah. <laughs> right. I'm just going to enjoy this one. I'm over here. Right. I get it. Okay. All right. That's right. interesting. Right. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah I, I, I respect that. I think that's, you know I, To force yourself to like something like that? Why? Don't have to. No, you shouldn't have to force yourself. Mm-mm. To force yourself to like that. But massage, I do think we might be the only two people in the world. For me, it's the whole, yeah. And it's also, there's protocol that's involved, like how do you tip and what do you do and all that well, sort of stuff. Yeah, that's and like a lying lot down. But it's the lying down and then being like, that doesn't feel good and not being able to say it. Just don't care for it. No. I don't mind, like, oh, a foot massage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to go for that, too. Yeah. I'll say, yeah, you're yeah. right. A foot massage or, I do, I, I like grabbing people's hands and just, like, getting the meaty part yep. and just yep. doing that. Yep. Um, it's the whole body thing. That- but there's also, like, when you're in high school, oh, somebody coming up to you and giving you a massage and you're like, I didn't just ask for that. Just sitting there? I didn't right. ask for that. Right, right. And just come up to you and start rubbing your shoulders. <laughs> like, I don't mind that as much as a, just going into a place and laying down with a towel. Like if someone I knew and liked came up to me and just started rubbing my shoulders, I don't mind that so much. For me, I always feel like there's there's a, an agenda. Hmm. And I could be wrong. It yeah. could be just, you know, that they're, it could be just that they're that kind of a There giver. are those kinds of people. Right. That just like, just want to be touching all the time. Yes. Somebody else. I used to be that guy. Like not like touching. I just be very tactile. Depends on the people I'm with. Like I feel like there's certain groups of people where I am like that, and then there's certain groups of people where I would never. I don't want to touch anybody in this group that that I feel that way about. Are you? Do you have siblings? Yes, I have a sister. And older sister. Oh, that's right. You do. Mm-hmm. Of course you do. Oh my God, of course yeah, yeah, you yeah. do. Yeah. 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 Oh, hardly. We're, yeah, hardly. But we're not. Are not touchy sisters. Uh huh. Right. You know, yeah. Like oh, oh hardly. Of course, of course, that, of course. You know. Yeah. Oh, God, I've known you for a really long time. I know. I know your sister's name is Harley. That's right. You did know that. Not yeah. a lot of people know that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But there's also other people that are involved in that, That are too. in between here and there. And right. that are in between here and there, but also are connected to Harley, like right. Faith and right. Jill and all those. All those, that whole group of people. Right. Isn't that funny? I was looking at your, um, what's the, what was your show? I'm just spacing it out. Uh, the, 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 the Family co- Treat? No, Campus Ladies. Campus Ladies. Yeah. I was looking at all the people on the Campus Ladies that you had on that. Did you get everybody that you could? Because you're like, this may not last, so let's get all the great people in the well, entire universe. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I I'm not saying that in no, a bad way. I know, I'm just I saying, understand. All those fucking awesome I know. people. The problem, the pros and cons of that are everybody we had was great, was fabulous. And the fact that we did a show where we could work with our friends of, that, of those people, the people that we knew, was like a dream come true. You know, but also you don't want to do a show and be like, let's get as many celebrities as we can because sometimes it's just a celebrity and the integrity of the show, you know, it's, it's, you got to get people who can do the show and do the part and whatever. Right. And we got so lucky with so many great people. But these are also people who are, who are, a lot of these people are celebrities now but weren't then. Right. That, right. Right. I mean, and they were like, we had... Like seen, Jonah Hill. Right. Jonah Hill, who, who right. was just Jonah Hill then, not really Jonah Hill now. Right. And was unbelievable like one of the best improvisers I've ever seen ever and he was 21 right. if that and we're like I mean even our producers were like just watch Jonah Hill's gonna explode in a matter of like months and he did right just I think he's a great actor he's so talented he's so talented I mean everybody that we got on that show were just and that the whole show was improvised we didn't have a script we just had an outline and it, they were amazing right amazing Look at that. I know, we got really lucky. But it's also, look at, like, what a great concept. 
Um, what was it? Oh, uh, Laura was talking about because she really liked. She she was like, I just loved every episode of that show, and she oh, remembers that's lines. Nice. Oh, that's nice. Isn't it nice? Yeah. She remembered a line you, like I mean, uh, where where the girl where somebody was asked, "What kind of car do you have? What kind of car does your dad drive?" And my dad's. Um, my dad's in a wheelchair. So I guess, oh, right, wait, wait, wait. So I guess he drives a wheelchair. Oh, wait, who said that? That must have, made, that must have been Kristen. That's funny. That's funny that she remembered that. She remembers that. And it's a, it was a bit between for her and her brother. That's funny. That must have been Kristen who said that's really funny. Yeah, we had so much fun doing that. I mean, it was a little bit of a weird marriage with Oxygen. Yes. Just because... I worked with Oxygen, too. Did you? Yes, I worked with Oxygen, too. Johanna Stein had a show. Oh, yeah. Johanna Stein and... Um, She's great. And, and Joy Goring yeah, has was a that show. The, um, that was Ripe running, Tomatoes or something? Ripe Tomatoes. Something like that. What's Running with Scissors? That's something else. That's something else. Okay. But Wendy Hopkins... Do you know Wendy? Mm-mm. Wendy was a writer and director on that, too, and so I wrote on that show oh, okay. with Tamara Bick. Do you know, you yes. know Tamara? Yes, so that was so right t- before us. Right. On Oxygen. Right. And I think they were really trying to, you know, brand themselves in a different way yeah oh yeah uh, but you also look at who is like uh, uh, Jerry Laybourne who yeah. started she started Nickelodeon right yeah and Emmy Laybourne you know her Emmy her daughter yeah yeah Yeah. I mean she was great Jerry was great and you know we worked with some great people there but I just don't think it. I think they were nervous about doing an improvised they've never done an improvised show and I think it was too it was too much we really just wanted to do our thing and the idea is so fucking simple well the idea is so simple and that's why it's sold I right. think this is two older ladies from the midwest right. who are ladies they're not like cool women you know right. they're ladies and they go back to college like what a simple idea like that that's it that's the log line that's it that works right. but it just um it just didn't fly the idea with of having oh my god the idea of just having something simple like that and be able to pitch it and to be able to sit in there and to have the confidence to go in and say, we have the show idea. The hardest thing in the world is coming up with a simple idea. Right. I mean, we have 9,000 complex ideas that this has to happen, that has to happen. But just to get like, here's here's the story in one sentence. Right. Almost impossible. Right. And then you watch a show and someone else and you're like, oh my God, why didn't I think of that? Exactly. <sighs> why didn't I think of that? Exactly. But then you have a show that's that's kind of... That's kind of com- you have a show that where the pitch is is complex. I, I didn't want to say kind of. So you got a show at like how do you pitch Breaking Bad? A guy, right? Well, how could you do that in a sentence? An old a, a high school teacher, teacher is, has, sort has, of a depressed high school teacher gets diagnosed with lung cancer and starts cooking meth better right. than anybody. I guess that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's it. but yeah. And, and how do you do- pitch Fargo? You know that TV show where it's right. like for me we're we're in the second episode of it. Have you watched it no. all? So I mean that is I I can't I'm not going to describe it. Do you watch? What do you watch? Do you okay, watch? Okay, so we watch not many shows. We watch because you also have kids. I'm embarrassed to say that we really don't. I, I feel like I should watch more TV. We watch Shameless. Yes. And really, really like it. And I don't know if it's because it makes us feel so normal and so healthy right. and so stable, but. I think he, William H Macy is unbelievable in that. And he was in the movie Fargo. That's right. Just Do you that watch out. Shameless? No, no, it's, no. I don't really watch much TV. Yes, we don't either. We watch that and I watch Girls. Uh-huh. Transparent, of course. Um, don't even start me on that. I know. Oh, my God. That show, it's got to sound weird, but it kind of changed my life, even though I'm not that kind of a, I don't live well, that lifestyle. I don't know when you say that. Well, I mean, it's, I think it's doing that for a lot of people. I think it's doing it for a lot of people. It's making me look at... So many things, and because I've known Alex, I've known Alexandra Billings since '83, '84. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, yeah. I've known her since she before she was. Um, b- uh, what's the what's the 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 word um, before she transitioned? Transition. I mean, I knew that she. I, I knew her as Alex, but I knew her before she had the operation. Oh, wow! You I know? know that. Wow, yeah. Um, and I knew her before. AIDS, and I knew her before all that. Chicago? Stuff. Yeah. 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 But looking at somebody like, and I think that it's, it's the story, it's the story of Alex for me. That's the story of Alex and that show. Oh, that Alex should be dead. Wow. Drug addict, heroin oh. addict, hooker. Oh, I didn't know all that. Really? I'm, I'm thinking, can I say all those things? Of course, she talks about it all the time. Right. Um, and transgender, and then her story with her, with her wife, Chris Ann, who were like best friends in high school when when Alex was Scott and Chris Ann was they went to high school together and then they got married 
and then they got married. Wow. And that's that's Chris Ann's story of oh. Chris Ann saying, I don't know who you are. I mean, I know who you are, and I loved your core and your spirit, but the show becomes about spirit. I'm, I'm sorry, not the show. Alex's life becomes right. about spirit. Right. Oh, interesting. I didn't know that. Wow. Yeah, it's right. a great show. It's unbelievable. It's it also talks a lot about our friends and, who friend, are writing that that's show. That's right. Just in family dynamics, and so it goes, you know, all kinds of stuff. I did a couple episodes of it. I know it was you really, did. Really, really fun. And I have one more day for this season, too. Oh, season yay. three, which is great. So, I had so much fun on that. Jill creates such an incredible community. Jill Sullivan. Yeah. Just What is it that she creates? Just a community of people that you want to come to work and you, you feel safe there and you can do your thing. And what is it that she makes you feel safe? Doing. What is it? That what is it? Yeah. And the only reason I'm saying that is, no, you know, there, there are people going to be listening to this, and for me, a lot of what it is that that we talk about is about how do you live your life as a, how do you? And I don't come out and say it in this way, but I don't pitch it like this. But it's like, how is it that the people that we love working with, what is it that, that they, they do, do to make us love? Yeah. Well, she does. I think she lets us do what we be who we are and do our thing and trust it. And makes you feel special about it, you know, and um, believes in you, and but also creates an atmosphere with everybody where everybody feels like a family. I mean, I feel that way about a lot of Chris Guest stuff too. Like, it's you're it's creating a family. You know, you come back year after year or project after project, and for with Chris, and you see the same people, you see the same crew, you see the same actors, and it's like we all belong together, and he's created this for us, and. He believes in us and lets us do what we want to do. And we show up and he believes it so he can get it out of us too. It's amazing. Because you're coming in there saying, "This I could do no wrong here. And whatever it is I'm going to do, I, there's no fear of, what are you doing? Or, right. you know. Right. You know? But that's also, that's why I love improv too. Because you can just, you find it in yourself that, that comes out of you. And it's so different from what people would ever anticipate or expect and to be able to work with somebody else and you don't know what's going to come out of them is like the most exciting thing in the world. Right. You know? Right. And you know people so you know how to work with them and you, you know, when you work with them year after year, time after time, you get like, you get a rhythm and it's, it's great. Oh God, yeah. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's what kept you, at the, did that keep you at the Groundlings for four oh, yeah. years? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I love that. Groundlings was like my graduate school, you know? Yeah. And the people that I met there that I, um, became close with, I'll be friends with forever. Right. You know, and the fact that we could ever work together, like when you create your own thing and you bring your friends in it, it's like, thank, thank you. Right, <laughs> right. And did you, um, I've had a couple of people on who talk about the, uh, in terms of the groundlings, the, the, the competition, the, the competitiveness that was there. Yeah. And that's the business. Where are you going to take a class where you don't have that? Right. Right. You do your own thing. Don't worry about them. You do your and thing. And that's the whole thing. Do your is thing. Do your thing and don't worry about right. them. And I can say that, you know, trust me, we've all felt envious and I've felt jealous and whatever, but you let it light a fire under you and then it gives you more energy to do your own thing because it worked for them. So why can't it work for all of us? That's very interesting. It worked for them. Why can't it work yeah. for all of us? Yeah. Right. The point idea for one, of... Point for all. Like, that's all just... And to look at somebody and go, what are they doing that I'm not doing? What they're doing is this. And Laura talked about this the other day. She said, what am I doing? It's like, they're doing the same thing that I'm doing, but they're doing it with confidence. They're They're doing the same thing. Right. Or like you hear someone say, yeah, I just sold this show idea, blah, blah, blah. And you sit there and you're like, what did they do? that?" They did it. They did the work. They did the work. But they also did the, uh, I don't mean to get touchy-feely here, but they did the spiritual work too. And the spiritual work is what it's all about. The idea of coming into a place and going, hey, what's happening? What's going on? This is what we have. And you feel the energy of that room. And I know when I I, I auditioned for um, uh, I Love Dick, Jill's... Oh, you did? Yeah, I auditioned for that. And I, I I don't really have time to audition that much anymore, but I auditioned. And my, this is my deal with me. Know the part as best you can. Mm-hmm. Go in there. Mm-hmm. Enjoy the people that are there. They've invited you. They're, they, they've set this place up just for you to be there and to share that with you. That's right. And that's all. Because they and want then, you there. Right. right. And if they want you there, then then if they want you there, then you go in knowing that you're not wasting their time. You're sharing this moment with them. If it works, it works. If right. it doesn't, it if it works, it if it works for that, if it works. If it works for that, and what I mean is, if you get the job, great. Right. 
if it works for that, that's great. If it works for something else, that's great. And what I mean by that is you got to meet these people. Right. You got to look Do at this. Do your thing for them. Got, right. Right. And also, I got invited to the party. Right. That part of the party, which is fine. That's all the party that I need right now. I also got to read the script. Right. <coughs> for the show that my friend is doing right. on this thing. And I got to, you know. So you're part of it already. <coughs> I'm part of it already. Right. And I'm, I'm not cast <laughs> in it as far as I know. I'm sure I'm not. But the that doesn't matter. I know. I have a really hard time with audition. I'm not an auditioner. Like, I'm not good at it. I know I'm not good at it. I try to be better at it. I just I have a really hard time. A friend of mine What said is me, it? What is it? I, it feels very phony to me. You know, and I love all what you just said. And when you go in for a friend, it has that feeling to it. But when you go in for something, you know, I but try to... probably not like, for commercials. No, com- you know what about commercials? I don't feel the attachment. Right. So I go in and it's like, I can almost do anything because I don't have the big, huge, oh my God, I better get this kind of thing. And I get them. But, you know, when I go... And I try to go to every audition that I get for a TV, for theatrical, whatever. Yeah. And some of them, I don't love the script. And then, so then it's, I'm in my head. And I'm getting, I'm like, I don't give a fuck if I get this one. Right. You know, so I suck. You know, or I just, I go in a room and there's a waiting room full of people. I'm like, well, she's here. She's going to get it. <laughs> so then I, then I go in the room and it's like, you might as well just give it to them. So I'm not going to do anything good for you. It's just, you get in a, I get in a mindset where I. You talk yourself out of it. I talk myself out of it. You know, unless it's an improv audition, then I feel like I can kind of do it. But a friend of mine said to me. Go to the audition as if it's your first rehearsal. They want you there. You already got the part. And just, because then you're in a whole different frame of mind. I totally agree. But and you when, have to be able to fool yourself. And I, 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 I have a hard time fooling myself. But we do it all the time. And I, there's, there's so many things I want to talk to you about that. One is, you fooled yourself into being a parent. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but you didn't have that. You didn't have. You were like, oh, I can figure out how to do this. You know what yeah. I mean? It might be a stretch, but I'm looking at what is it that you have okay, in your life. But you, you have go, no choice with that. You have no choice with that. But right, you have no choice with that. Right, you kind of have a choice, but you don't really. Yeah, you have no choice. Right. But you have no right. choice right. with that. Right, absolutely. But you're going into it saying, "I've never done this before. I don't know what this is, but I hope I can pull it off." I hope I can pull them out and then you go, I pulled it off. Um, all right, that's one, two. Wait, there was something else. Damn it, that you said. I can't remember what it was. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't yeah, matter. It's just the fooling, because, you know, I take some, I've taken um, audition classes and like an audition workshop. And I leave there thinking, like, oh, that made so much sense. Just this, 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 this. And then it's like, but I can't do it in the room because I can't. Okay, go ahead, say it. I know what it was. Okay. I know what it was. It was this. When I, because I do all my own booking for being on the road. And last year I was on the road 210 days. And, uh, you know, it's just like uh, I put on 80,000 miles traveling around the world. But this is what happened. This is what I realized. I need to, I get to negotiate with somebody as if they've already hired me. Right. And that's what you're saying about going in there, assuming it's a, so going the in there. the first rehearsal. But the first rehearsal. Because I'm dealing with these people on a very different level. Right. And the level that I'm dealing with them on is this. Um, we're working together. Right. That's it. We're just right. working together. They want me, I want them. I, Otherwise, I, we wouldn't be right here. And here's another thing. Right. They've invited me here, and we're working together. And I've accepted. And I've accepted this part of our contract. The part of our contract is this. Um, you've asked me what my rate is, and you ha- you're interested in the Dave Rosowski brand, and there is that brand. There's a Carrie Aisley brand. There is that brand. You've invited that, and you're going to see if you're interested in that. But I get it when you have a show like... Who dropped the soap or Itchy's first scratch? <laughs> right, right. And you go, oh, for oh, fuck's God. sake. Oh, God. Seriously? Sometimes those are the ones you book too because you don't give a crap about them. I know. And yet, those are some of the shows where people are making fazoogles of money. I know. I, know. I don't know if they're still making that kind of money, but where you go, okay. Well, you look at uh, Stephanie Courtney, you know? Who's right. the the uh, progressive. progressive lady, right. and she's a groundling. One of the funniest and people I know. Absolutely, but there was something that she had to do, and she probably doesn't see it this way because she's got a family and everything like this, where she had to sell her. She had to sell a part of herself that she may never get back. Right, right. That's a, yeah, right. And Colbert did the same thing, where he was Stephen Colbert. Right, and he had to sell himself. Well, he. You know, he he's in the process of re 
jiggering himself. But, you know, Stephanie Courtney, is she going to be Madge? You're right, soaking right, in it? Right. Right. Is she going to be the time to make the donuts guy? Right. Is she going to be the guy, you know, do people remember the, can you hear me now? Which one was that? Uh, phones. Can you hear me now? Like going Verizon or something. Oh, okay. Like, can you hear okay. me? Can, okay. can you hear me? Can you hear me? Now? Right. Right. Yeah, I don't, it's, it's the, the whole world of auditioning and that's why it's so great. You just create your own stuff and hope it works and. And if it works, you're still branding yourself. You're yeah. still yourself. You, that's what you are. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, it's. I spend a lot of time doing branding myself because I love it. So when you're traveling, are you teaching? Yes, I'm teaching and I'm performing. Wow. And I'm directing. That's great. So uh, I leave on Thursday for Philly and, uh. There's a, there's, a, there's a guy named Joshua Bowden in Philly who moved from L.A. to Philly. And he's like, I want to have you, I'll help you get out here and teach. So I'm teaching two days there. And who are you teaching? Uh, just actors there who have signed up for the class. Improv? Yeah. Why don't you do it here? I'll take your class. I do it here every Wednesday. Every I, Wednesday? Every Wednesday I have a drop-in class. Where? Every single Wednesday. Why don't I know about this? At AK Studios. I, I promote it online mm-hmm. and, you know, I promote it and I... Uh, but every Wednesday here, okay. every Wednesday in my town, it's a drop-in, so nobody ever has, you know, it's four to seven at AK Studios, which is right next door to, um, to IO, where they are now. So I have that. Um, it's weird because right now I'm having to, today, I have to uh, let go of a workshop that I'm doing with Kirkland Moody, who's a, a casting uh, director, uh, that only one person signed up out of 20 people. And you go, well, that's never happened before. Hmm. But here's the thing. I'm going to take it personally. No, you can't, right? It's hard to take it personally. Yeah, you can't take this town personally. No. Right. That's what's hard. Then it's... I don't know, but also I don't really... This is going to sound weird. I don't really need... It's not like I need the money. I mean, it's good money. It was really good money. Right. But I've got other gigs and I will make something with that time too. Healthy. That's healthy. Healthy attitude about it all. Don't you have that attitude? I try to. Sometimes you get in a, you know. How often do you do that? Which? The the. The sinking. Yeah. Um, not so much anymore because I've got other. I've got kids. I've got a husband. You know what I mean? I have other stuff in my life. Priorities. Yeah, but I also, you know, I want to work. I want to keep creating, and there's certain parts that I audition for that I want. You know, so. It's exciting. I th- yeah, I don't. I love it. I really do love it. I I even love just getting in the car and going to an audition. Like I feel like that's why we're here, and it's. Isn't it's getting so in the fun. car and going to the audition part of the audition? Yeah, I feel like it is. I love the whole thing. I love the whole thing. Stop and get my coffee. I do my whole thing by myself in the car. Go over the lines. It's I I, I don't mind it. And people say, oh, you're tired of auditioning. No, I'm not tired of auditioning. I love it. You know, that's that's what we're here for. Do something else. Right. Right? Right. Yeah. I, it, it's really interesting, the idea of you wake up in the morning, and the moment that you wake up in the morning for an audition that day, you're preparing for your audition. It's your job. It's your job. Right. And part of the job is get up in the morning, pick out the, the pick outfit. Pick out your thing, do your routine. Whatever right? that is. Whatever that is. Whatever your routine is. I love to know people's routine, like pre-audition routines because they're all oh, for me, it's, private it, and personal. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of like just walking back and forth in the kitchen and walking out here and then going on What, saying and, lines in your head? Yeah, or, saying or lines or in my head, walking, walking and then walking. But I don't have the have to stop by Starbucks and get yeah, a, a no. And do you sit anywhere and memorize lines? or do you? I will sit in the kitchen and memorize lines. So I'll you've memorized here. lines before an audition. Do you learn them? I learn them and that's the thing that like I learned them as best as I can learn them and my friend Jen Winter said Cause, oh so her uh, she has a friend Tim who's a groundling Tim recent groundling oh he's a groundling right now right now older man Brennan um, you just said it I know I'm afraid to say Tim, I'm going to say it wrong Brennan Tim Brennan okay, exactly. Tim Brennan yeah, okay. so Tim books a lot he books a lot and what Jen said about Tim was um, he will he will study his lines and he will go. This is as best as I can do. They're going to be looking at me and I'm going to walk in there and I'm not going to get the lines perfect, but I'm going to get the lines as perfect as I can, and that's what's going to happen. And he books. And then when he and he books. And so when you do that and you go, this is it. It's not going to be perfect, but it's going to be what it is that's going to be. And they're looking at me. Right. Right. Yeah, that's interesting. I I find that, and people will disagree with this. One of the most helpful things for me when I'm in a waiting room for an audition is to have someone come in that I know that I'm friends with, that I like, 
Not like some, oh, her, I always see her, and she always books it, but like someone will be like, oh my God, Becky Thayer's here. Like, you know, and, and the, the right. auditions that I've gotten callbacks or tests or whatever, or when people come to them, they get you like, like I say Becky, because we were auditioning for some movie, I don't know what it was, and we both, I saw her at the audition, and then I saw her at the callback, and it just was so great to chat and be silly and stupid and then walk into the room and not and still have that same feeling. Right. Where right. it just loosens you up. Right. Rather than and sitting it, there and I don't know you and I don't know you and we're all with the same thing. Yeah. You know? And it also says, we're not alone. Right. I'm not alone here. Right. And it's also this support group that, and it is that that spiritual thing where you go, I'm part, I'm part of something I'm part bigger. Of a, it's a camp. Right. Right. When I first moved here in 1907 or whenever it was, 20 whatever years ago, I, I remember, because I came from Boston where I was a school teacher. Oh, that's right. You know, I didn't do Laura this. was in Boston. Who was? My girlfriend. Oh, Laura, yeah. Valedictorian. Oh, for where? For BU. At BU, I went to BU. I know, that's what I'm saying. Oh, that's so funny. That's what I'm telling you that. But you were in education, right? I was in education. Yeah. So I taught school, you know, I had a whole different life. What was my point? Oh, yeah, when I moved here... Um, and I started, like, you know, we were doing shows at the Tamron Theater. That's why I know you. Because I moved... because No, because of, of the Tamron, right? Because of the Brady Bunch, probably. Right. right. So we all moved here together. I quit my teaching job. I auditioned for the Brady Bunch. A friend of mine who I taught with was like, go to the... The real Brady Bunch. Yes. Right. And she was like, go to the... What theater? Somewhere. She read it in the newspaper. Go to the Bubble Theater and audition for the Brady Bunch tomorrow. I'll sub for you. And we taught uh, preschool at a very elite sort of... Anyway preppy little school outside of Boston. And um, I was like, I can't miss. I can't, I'll sub for you. Just go. Dress yourself like Jan and just go. And it was snowing and snowing and I went. Oh, this is in Boston? It's in Boston. They oh, had the auditions there because they were opening in um, Rhode Island. God. So I went to the audition. I got a call back. It just didn't, it just was like one of those things where like, seriously? You're going to, I'm, 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 Auditioning for I just I just didn't it didn't make any sense. No, no, but that was the whole think, thing about that whole universe at that time. Like, right. no, people are doing things that don't make sense. Right, and it was so fun, and right. I got a call back, and then I got the job. Jill, I didn't know Jill and Faith, and they called and told me the job, and I was like, that's so sweet, thanks, but I can't do it. I've got this job. I'm a teacher. This is what I do. I do improv on the side, but you know, I'm a teacher. I can't do it. Hang on the phone, calls back. Is there anything we can say to get you to take this job? Jill said that. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, I can't quit in the middle of the year. What if we talk to your boss, the head of the, you know, a lower school, wherever you're teaching? No, let me think about it. Talk to my mom. You got to do it. Talk to some friends. You got to do it. Your mom said you got to do, do this. Uh, you got to do this show. Yeah. I mean, this is what you love. And is it in Boston? It was in Rhode Island. It was in Rhode Island. It was in Rhode Island. 45 minutes away. Uh-huh. Right. You got to do This is what you love. You got to do it. You right. You chase your dreams. You're young. Go do it. And I was like, ah. I called back. I think, I, think, I think I can do it. Let me talk to my boss. Go and have like a meeting with the boss. I'll never hire you again. I will never write you a recommendation. If you want to come back here, you will never teach here again. I called you. I can't do it, Jill. Sorry, I can't do it. I can't do it. And then I talked to this woman who was like a mentor to me since I was a child. They directed shows I was in, camp counselor, and she said, you got to do it, and I'm going to talk to them at the school. And she happened to work with them. She went and talked to the headmaster of the school. He called me, and he said, you got to do it. So I was like, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. And so, never stopped. And never stopped. So anyway, my whole point was that we moved after we toured for a year and a half. And we, you know, and of course at the time of my life, to think that I would never do it was Who like... was in the cast? It changed everything. It was me and Pat Town and Brett Paisel and... Was Jane um, Lynch in that? Jane is just... No, Jane just... Mary Weiss? They just stopped. Uh -huh. So it was Kathy Jensen, mm -hmm. Nora Ladani, Kim and probably a couple of people you might not know. Mm -hmm. I didn't um, know those two people. This was in... So we, Sarah Thayer. So we did it in Rhode Island but then we went to San Francisco for three months and did it there um, I mean it changed my life that's why I'm sitting here so, I anyway, know. so so when I finally moved to LA this was the whole point I was saying was that I felt like I remember calling home and being like I'm at comedy camp like this is what LA's comedy camp we do these shows at the Tamarind we audition make shit up like I'm at comedy camp everyone's doing the same thing so I don't know what got me off on that, but it, but it feels like camp, like and it still has right. that. The people we're talking about right, the people, right? Right. right, right. And the right. So it still has that feeling sometimes when I go into an audition and I see so and so or so and so or Becky or whatever walks in. I'm like, well, you guys are still at camp, you know, we're still right. at camp. And and also thinking about the tamarind or going to tamarind. Oh, that's where UCB is right now. Yes, but did you used to go to the shows we did there at the tamarind? I think I went to Barry one. Saltzman hosted. Oh, them. that's right. And it was Barry. called the Beachwood Palace Jubilee. Yes. And yes. the cast of those shows were like... Pretty phenomenal. Pretty phenomenal. We had so much fun. Oh that my was God. Jill who started that. Jill and Faith. And Barry was like the MC guy. Right. And it was like... 
me and Jane and and Anna Gasteyer and Molly Shannon and Sam Pancake and just we did show after show after show. It was right. so fun. And look, and the, and the people that you just named too, gone. You know, like Sam Pancake and Sarah Thyer and Becky Thyer and all these people that are that. You, you got your New York people, you got your Chicago people, right. you got your L.A. people. A couple of those people, I know that Becky and Sarah were Chicago people. Um, but right now, they're L.A. people. Right. They're in the fucking L.A. scene. And we're in the L.A. scene, whether or not I'm in town. I look at them and go, that's my peeps. Um, Pat Town. And, uh, like, and, and that's why it's so great what Jill, what Jill is doing, because she's bringing all these that's fucking right. people in that are part of our of our camp right and she's putting on a fucking show right and really doing it and right like, yeah. and then bringing other people right. in too it's so not I mean it's it's crazy it doesn't feel so long ago I feel like those days of the Tamarin I know they were 20 something 20 I don't know what years ago but well, it's I've it been on like, it 21 years so, so yeah I moved here in 94 so that's when it was so what uh-huh. 22 years ago yeah I mean it feels like it was yesterday just it does it's crazy it does feel like it was yesterday yeah it feels like it was yesterday, and then to look at people and go, oh, when you say Barry, I'm like, oh, Barry, I haven't no, thought about Barry in so something. long, you know, and he used to do that upside down thing, that uh, <laughs> horrible, I can't even think about it because then I'll get it in my head. Uh, it, it's yeah. just an earworm song. Um, uh, but Sam Pancake and Drew Drogi and all those guys and going, this is our, these are our people, man. Yeah, it's fun. I feel like we're all part of the same club, you know? I feel that way too. Yeah. Um, we should stop there. All right. Ah, it's great to be part of the club with you, Carrie. Thank you so much. Wow, great chat. I was truly energized the entire time. And yes, we did get to the poop story. It's after these announcements. Here's a list of my workshops details at davidrosaski.com. As always, I'll be at our Hollywood drop-in when I'm in L.A. Interested in what I teach? AK Studios, Wednesdays 4 to 7. May 13th through the 15th, I'll be back in San Francisco at the Pan Theater for one night, two days, and a guided show with David Rosaski. ADD Comedy with David Rosaski is produced by Laura Parker and me. Like our show? Give us some love on iTunes, won't you? Send questions and comments to Dave at ADDcomedy.com. Carrie's story is coming. But in the meantime, thanks, and we'll hear you in our ears. Stay tuned. So what's the what's the poop story? So you really want to hear the poop story? I want to hear the poop it's story. It's pretty gross. What poop story isn't? It's not like, oh, I want to tell you about the feather story. Okay, I'm going to tell you the poop story. So my son, a couple summers ago, wanted to take voice lessons. He's uh-huh. very musical. Jonah, Jonah. He's uh-huh. a theater kid. He sings. He just, He's very talented. Mm-hmm. As a Sammy in his own thing. But Jonah wanted to take voice lessons. Finally, take a voice lessons. So I find, find a voice teacher outside of Beverly Hills, like Beverly Hills adjacent, comes highly recommended, a very sweet, lovely lady. Great, come bring him, let's see how it goes. I take him to her house. She lives like in a, like a duplex, small little apartment. The living room is where they play the piano and sing, and I sit and watch, and blah, blah, blah. So he goes for like five voice lessons, five weeks, loves it a lot. She couldn't be nicer. She's just one of those sweeter than sweet teachers and would never say a mean thing. And Jonah goes, oh my God, you're so talented. Where did you get a something? Like, just like, couldn't be nicer. One day we go there and I'm sitting and I'm watching. I'm like, can I use your bathroom? And she says, sure. And the bathroom, it's one bathroom. It's a very small apartment. It's one bathroom. And I think it's her and her husband and her two children that live there. And they all share the one bathroom. So I go in the bathroom and I was like, whoa, my stomach. And there's a door to the bathroom from the hallway and then in the bathroom there's another door to a bedroom, I'm assuming. So there's two ways to come in and out of the bathroom. So Jonah's singing in the other room and I'm in the bathroom and I'm like, I really have a stomach ache. Go to the bathroom. Unbelievable. And I get my period. So it's like, it, you can't imagine what's in there. So just and flush toilet doesn't work. Flush toilet, nothing works. So I'm like, this is on, and I don't know her that well. She's so sweet that I could never really like. Anyway, so I'm like, I've got to, I've got to figure out what to do. And I look around, and I open the sink, and underneath the sink, there's a little garbage, and there's a water bottle in there, and some branches. Like, I don't know if she was cutting flowers, but branches with leaves. So I take out the water bottle, and I try to like plunge the toilet with it. it doesn't work. So then I rinse it out and I put it back in the garbage. And I'm like, I'm going to take one of these branches. Push, push, but in the toilet, it doesn't work, and it breaks off. So now there's a branch in there with leaves on it, on top of everything else. <laughs>
So I'm like, okay, now in the toilet is everything that's ever been in my body is out on top of branches with leaves. Leaves. So I close the lid. I'm like, I'm done. I can't keep trying. I can't keep trying. I go sit back down. Jonah's just finishing his lesson. And she was like, okay, walked to the door and talked about, you know, what's next week? And I was like, do I say something? Do I know? Clearly it was me. Like, it had to have been me. I asked where the bathroom was. And we got to the door. And I was like, thanks, so um, we'll see you next week. And then I said, oh, uh, I think the toilet might have a teeny, 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 teeny little bit problem. And then we just ran out of there. And I told Jonah, I said, I'm so sorry, we can never go back. And he never went back. Isn't that horrible? That's a great leaves. So what's going to happen when she looks in there? There's leaves in there. Oh my god! Leaves. Oh my god! Okay. That's it. That's it. Oh my god! That's classic, awesome poop story. Leaves. Oh, thank you so much. Leaves. You just name it. Leaves. I know. It's horrible.